Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 6, 2021, the SFO Hands Spanked Edition. And we begin with that story from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal, Dylan Tokar reporting that the United Kingdom Supreme Court has limited the series fraud's office ability to uh, obtain documents in cross-border investigations. Ruling Friday that uh, the SFO's power to compel the production of documents from companies where the documents are located outside the United Kingdom or rather in subsidiaries or parents outside the United Kingdom um, uh, is limited to uh, requiring judicial approval. The UK uh, SFO had tried to use something called a Section 2 notice, and the specific case involved the Houston-based uh, company KBR, which has a UK subsidiary. The Serious Fraud Office wanted documents around the uh, Unioil uh, matter, or Unioil, that uh, KBR used as an agent, and these documents were located in Houston, they laid a Section 2 notice on KBR in the United Kingdom, uh, wanting documents from the parent in Houston. And the UK Supreme Court said that um, the Serious Fraud Office had to go through uh, proper channels called Mutual uh, Legal Assistance Treaties, or MLATs, to get such documents. So uh, falling into line, certainly with the U.S. law, and um, a big win for corporations as well. Uh, next up, also from the Wall Street Journal, former TPG executive William McGlashan pleads guilty in the Varsity Blues case. So we have another guilty plea. Uh, McGlashan is the uh, former partner, managing partner of TPG Growth and co-founder of Rise Fund. He was one of the highest profile defendants in the massive criminal case. He agreed to plead guilty on Friday to one count of aiding and abetting wire fraud and honest services wire fraud and pay a a $250,000 fine. He uh, has, uh, the prosecutors have agreed to recommend a three-month prison sentence, and um, the court will decide on what his final uh, uh, penalty will be. He paid to have his son's ACT uh, answers uh, changed, or rather to have a proxer fix his son's ACT answers. 
He was also accused of pursuing a plan to channel bribes through a college counselor to slot the boy in as a recruited athlete at the University of Southern California. Uh, Next up, from the Financial Times, Clover Health faces a SEC probe over deception claims. The healthcare company, uh, which went public last year, revealed it's under investigation by the SEC after a short seller report alleged its culture was rooted in deception. In a a blog um, by Hindenburg Research, uh, Hindenburg claimed that um, the company took aim at the CEO of the company whose name I can't even begin to pronounce, that he had misled investors leading up to its going public um, and uh, through a, a special acquisition vehicle or a SPAC. And finally, In an op-ed piece, the Financial Times editorial board uh, spoke about the GameStop matter, and they laid the blame on uh, the trading platform Robinhood, which obviously set up for retail investors, but was not set up for such a uh, massive amount of investing that occurred during the GameStop uh, run-up and downturn. And they said that the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission and other U.S. regulators need to look at these platforms and get them uh, in line with others. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.